Welcome to the Talking the Line podcast, presented to you by Talking the Line Sports Media, giving you our best insights and analysis so you can rake in some cold hard cash on your next sports bet. Now sit on back, open up your mind, and let's cash some tickets. We can't thank you enough for joining us. We hope you enjoy. afternoon good evening ladies and gentlemen degenerates and gamblers far and wide welcome in to episode number 76 of the talk in the line podcast hey thank you so much for taking a few moments out of your day to come and kick it with the crew on this beautiful thursday of bets now Before we dive deep into today's action and talk some lines for you here today, a quick disclaimer as we might have a special guest on today's show might be joining us at the present time, but if you could be so kind as to smash that subscribe button on whatever platform you are currently ingesting the TTL pod on, whether you are watching it live on YouTube, if you are, you might as well go ahead and hit that notification bell as well so you never miss the start of a live show. But if you are listening to the audio recorded version, hit that subscribe button there as well so you never miss the release of the audio because we do drop it after every show is over. Second item up on the docket, if you could also be so kind and you got a quick couple seconds, hit that like button, leave us a comment down below or jump in the live chat if you are watching live, leave us a rating, all that good stuff. We can't tell you how much we appreciate it when you do and it only helps us make talking the line sports media bigger and better for each and every one of you now last but certainly not least head on over to this episode's description where you will locate the talking the line link tree within that link tree you can find all of the ttl cruise content so you can consume it however and whenever you please Ladies and gentlemen and beautiful gambling people joining us on today's show, I am your humble host, Colton, Colt45 Sroka, and once again, thank you so much for uh, joining me and the crew. We have an additional member here today, might be making a few extra appearances. We wanted to uh, switch things up here, get some vibes rolling for you guys, hope that got you a little chuckle. But without further ado, it's time to get this show on the road here today, and I can't do that without the man sitting to my left. He's my partner, the man I lock arm in arms with every single day and dive deep into the trenches and go to battle with these sports books with. A young man whose white socks are starting to get back on the mend and might have some good news coming his way very, very soon. The Packers drama is on the lowdown for now because nobody has any news, so he has nothing to tell you there either. Without further ado, the man, the myth, the degenerate gambling legend himself, Mr. Riley, R. Max Magnuson. Partner, how you doing over there today, pal? 
I'm uh, just peachy as always, my man. We're uh, kicking it here in the studio. Might have to be some Tilly Thursday action. That might be a hey thing there. But uh, I'm I'm ready to rock, man. I'm ready to get into some finals action tonight. I've been waiting for game two. Uh, you know, coming down from game five of the Stanley Cup last night. But uh, I'm ready to rock. We got some MLB action today that I'm feeling pretty good about. So let's get right into it. Absolutely, my friend. We got a uh, solid slate of MLB, mm-hmm. 11 games up on tap today. And then obviously you said it, game two of the NBA Finals. My Habs, we'll talk about it later in the Ransom Reactions, but they lost to the Bolts. The Bolts are the Stanley Cup champions, back-to-back seasons. We have plenty to talk about when it comes to that. So make sure you stick around for the second half of the show when we get into all of that nonsense. But for the first half of the show today, we are diving deep into the MLB slate and the loan game on the NBA slate. We got six picks coming at you in total, three for my partner and three for me to kick things off with the first segment, our best bets of the day. Then we're going to move into the second segment of the day. If you haven't been here before on a Thursday, it's our MLB special play, the triple play Thursday parlay. We got three MLB legs coming at you today, paying out at plus 678 odds. If that isn't some type of a great omen, I don't know what is. I'm ready to get a special play to the window, and I think this is the one to do it here today, my friends. Yeah, no question. Yes, sir. Moving on into the third segment. Of the first half of the show today, we got the Moneyline Dice, mm-hmm. our great friends, the all-knowing, ever-present, all-powerful Moneyline Dice. Coming off of a one-in-one evening yesterday, they are now 31-31-1 and on the TTL pod officially, and they got a juicy matchup that was way too close for either one of us to call to roll today. So make sure you stick around for the third segment on today's show. That's going to be the Moneyline Dice roll. That'll wrap up everything on the first half of the show, our best bet analysis trends everything in between we'll send you kind degenerates along your way if you're just sticking around for the first half of the show but then we'll kick into the second half of the show ransom reactions we're going to dive back into the mlb the latest in the nba and nba playoffs we'll obviously talk about the nhl and plenty more in between we got lots of hot takes to bring you so make sure you stick around for that and then last but certainly not least you know how we close the show or how i close the show rather my motivation minutes i have have a short, simple message for you today. I have a monthly quote every single month that I uh, consistently look at. I'll tell you how and what I all that actually goes around that quote, but wanted to share that with you here today. So I uh, hope you stick around for the very end of the show. Today's Motivation Minutes. Get yourself a little extra inspiration to get you through this Thursday, but for now. Stop all the nonsense, cut all the banter, quit the drama that you could go to every other sports media outlet and get. You come to the TTL pod for the stone cold locks and running tickets to the window with the TTL crew all day and night long. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, it is time to kick off episode 76 of the Talking the Line podcast on this beautiful July 8th, 2021. First things first, didn't do it in the whole intro where we usually do it. Let's start it here right now. Quick recap Uh of the best bets of the day before we get into the first segment of the day. Because you know us, full transparency, we don't hide nothing over here. So for the first time live, once again, yesterday's best bets of the day live on your screen. Mr. Magnuson split on the day, one win, one loss. Orioles could not get any runs on the board, but the Reds ended up coming through in the clutch in late innings. As for me, one and three on the day. Don't know what happened to the Mariners. I was uh, very Mm -hmm. confident in them again, but five. 
five to four, couldn't get the job done once again. Uh, tough beat there. Pirates thought they had the deal, but uh, had an opportunity in the seventh and let that bad boy slip by the wayside. Yep. So no go there. Uh, both teams scored, so we got some plus money yes, cashed. And uh, yeah, if you saw England win and you're wondering how we didn't cash that ticket, that was a 90-minute ticket. So they had to win within the 90-minute mark. Yep. No extra time, no penalty kicks. So if you did play that, uh, our apologies. But how about the parlay pop-off there, partner? Uh, yeah, I mean, we hit the Tigers first five plus a half there on the Wednesday Warrior and for the parlay. Uh, Tigers, man, might have some stuff coming out of it on your side of things. But uh, sneaky, sneaky team, solid team. But uh, yeah, England, man, if we... Uh, it's a rough one. It's a rough one because if, uh, if we hit that one, that would have been a nice day with the parlay and obviously you going two and two. But uh, hey, absolutely right back on it. Absolutely. You know the deal. We're uh, right back on it here. Either way, we did cast the Wednesday Warrior. Yep. You know the Detroit Tigers first five plus a half. You did mention, partner, I might have a little something <laughs> something on them today. So I am more than ready to get into all of that action. We got uh, some good value coming at you today. Actually, maybe some value from some of the matchups you might be seeing on this page right here. <laughs> but these are the best bets from yesterday. You know how we do. We put them in the past. We leave them behind. That's all there is. Without further ado, it's time to get in to the first segment of today's show. Episode number 76 of the TTL Pod. Once again, thank you for tuning in and deciding to smash in some picks with the crew. Here we go with the first half of the first segment of the day. Armax, best bets of the day. Told you at the top. He's got three picks coming at you. That's six fingers, so three picks coming at you. He's got some solid value, some real solid value. Not going too crazy, not going too conservative. Shooting right down the doggone middle. So I suggest you get out those sports books, get them live and in hand, and get ready to smash these plays one in a time as he delivers them to you. Without further ado, and as always, hey, partner, you have the floor. All righty, sounds good. As my partner mentioned, three plays. First two are coming out of the MLB. This first one is going to be in the AL East. We've got the Blue Jays versus the Orioles. And uh, contrary to what I took yesterday, I am taking the Blue Jays minus one and a half. Not too much to do with yesterday's outcome, but we've got Alec Minot on the mound for the Jays and Keegan Aiken lefty for the Orioles. Aiken has been as bad as it as it gets this season for the Orioles. 7-4-6 ERA since the beginning of June. He has allowed 26 earned runs over 26 innings pitched. Not someone that you want to feel too confident in putting their putting your money on down on him. Orioles have lost each of his last five starts, and that includes a 12-4 loss to the Blue Jays a couple weeks ago where he allowed six earned runs himself. And now we're, he's facing a team against the Blue Jays that has an offense that can travel on the road versus the lefties on the season. 251 batting average, 321 OBP, 5.71 runs per nine innings. Solid, solid road team, solid road offense, and a very solid lefty hitting offense. They're actually better on the road this season so far, 25 and 20 straight up. And they are the number five team in the MLB to the run line on the road at 27 and 18. On the contrary, Baltimore at home to the run line, bottom five in the league, 15-25 and 25 in their home park to the run line. 
So I don't trust them at all today. Contrary to what I picked yesterday, I took their uh, offense to put up a few runs yesterday. If you followed me along on Twitter, you know that they had some hits, but they just couldn't do it in uh, with runners in scoring position. So you might think, hey, they might come through on that today, but... If they were facing a lefty, I might have that sentiment as well. But they're facing a righty in Alec Manoa. That has pretty been pretty damn solid. He's got a 2-7 ERA on the season. He has seen this Orioles team twice. Not so great the first time around, but the second time around, he corrected his mistakes uh, and threw six innings pitched, zero earned runs. So do I think he's going to shut them out today? I don't know, not necessarily. But I think he holds them two earned runs or less through five or six innings, and that's going to be more than enough because I think this Blue Jays offense can put up at least six on Keegan Aiken. It's been very consistent that he gives up a lot of runs uh, the last month and a half, and I don't think anything changes here. Conservatively, I'd say the sweatiest this might get would be a 6-4, 7-4 Blue Jays type win, but I think I could see the Blue Jays putting up a hell of a lot more than that, and I could see the Orioles staying lower than that. So I'm loving this Blue Jays run line minus one and a half today, partner. Absolutely, my friend. I have already locked this one in once you told me you were taking it. Uh, I'm a big fan of this one for sure. I think the Blue Jays dominate Aiken today. Um, Manoa has had one bad game, one good game against the uh, Orioles so far this year. Had that game where he got the boot and uh, has since come back and dominated him after that zero earned run outing. So absolutely love that, my friend. I have already hammered it in and I suggest you do too. So one more time. Toronto Blue Jays minus one and a half on the run line for our mags first best bet of the day moving right along into your second best bet of the day my friend what do you got to lay down here all right staying with the American League this time going to the AL Central We've got the Royals and the Indians today in Cleveland and I am taking the Cleveland Indians money line you've got Danny Duffy on the mound for the Royals versus Zach Plezak now you might be wondering why I'm taking this pick because the Indians, I believe it's in either an eight or nine game win, losing streak. However, this Royals team is on a nine game road losing streak. So something's got to give. And I think it's going to be that Indians uh, losing streak today. You've got Zach, please Zach coming on, on into his first start off the IL hurt his thumb back in late May. Uh, the explanation was that he heard it taking his warm up shirt off or something along those lines, whether you believe that or not, hmm. that's to be hmm. determined. Not the, not the, not the, going into my analysis here by any means uh he was starting to correct himself his top of the line numbers are so so not great not terrible a little bit over 414 era for that season however in may he was starting to correct those problems and had a 278 era in the month of may before he went on iel this is going to be his first start against the royals this season uh but in his career versus the royals he is a perfect 5-0 with a 2.1 era in his career versus kansas city home or away and this Royals team drops off on the road at the plate. 225 batting average, 288 OBP, only 3.69 runs per nine on the road versus righties this season for the Royals. So I've got no trust in their offense today, especially with this road losing streak that they are on. I believe it continues today. You've got Danny Duffy on the mound for the Royals, as I mentioned. I've mentioned him a couple times uh, the last couple weeks. A little bit undetermined how long he's going to go in these starts. He's gone anywhere from three to six innings pitched. Uh, But his numbers are slowly getting worse on the season. And so I think we're going to see a slight edge to Cleveland here through the first five, six innings. I do think it's going to be a lower scoring game, as we might mention here in our triple play Thursday parlay. Uh, But I think it's going to be a very low scoring game with the Indians having the slight edge when these starting pitchers exit. And then you get into the bullpen, and the Indians definitely have the advantage there. Last 10 games for the Indians, 3-3-2 ERA out of the bullpen versus the Royals, 6.23 ERA for their bullpen last 10 games. 
So I've got too much confidence in the Indians over this Royals team that has been struggling on the road. Indians offense hasn't been too terrible during this losing streak. A little bit inconsistent, but they have put up some runs. It's been their pitching staff that has been their starting pitching staff that has been their biggest issue. And now you're getting Zach Plezak back in there trying to pick up right where he left off. So I've got a lot of confidence in this Indians money line today, partner. I do as well. Uh, I had a few questions about Plezak seeing how he would be coming back. I don't think they're going to have him on too much of a uh, pinch count or any count here today. Right. Uh, just due to how well he has pitched against the Royals, I think they kind of circled this game on the calendar as when he needed to come back as a good game to get his mojo going, get him back in the flow of things. And yeah. uh, I think they do that just here today. So I, once again, have already hammered this one and suggest you do as well, our mags, second best bet of the day, the Cleveland Indians money line. That's one and two. There's three coming today, so there's got to be one more around the corner somewhere. Partner, what do you got to drop down on us to close your best bets of the day out here today? All right, well, I mentioned first two are coming out of the MLB, so that means this last one is going to be coming out of NBA Finals Game 2. Oh, and really? Now? I am taking the Milwaukee Bucks plus five, plus five and a half, whatever you're seeing it right now. Wow. Might be a little surprised by that, but there's a few things that I'm liking in this one today. That first game, I don't want to sound like old man yelling at Cloud, but that Bucks team was getting the bad end of some foul calls all game long, and there's some numbers to prove that. The Bucks in the postseason had the lowest foul percentage in all, of all the 16 postseason teams. 20% foul percentage for them. That was up to 29.5 in game one. That number would have ranked 13th out of 16th in the postseason. So very significant pickup there uh, on their foul pickups there from the refs. So I think that number comes back down, and they... And they, that number might be corrected, and they might even correct it so hard that it flips the opposite way, and the Bucks are getting all of those 50-50 calls. They actually figure finally shot well from three in this uh, game one, and I think that continues here today. 44.4% from three. Uh, best team performance in the postseason for them. They were one of the best teams in the league at the three-point ball all season long in the regular season, and now they finally, finally found their stroke there in game one. I think that continues today. Another guy I like to have a better game today, Drew Holiday. He was very bad on offense in game one. I think he corrects that. Do I think he's going to be the X-Factor on offense? Maybe not, but I don't think he's going to be nearly as bad as he was, and I do believe that he's going to be a much bigger factor on the defensive side, kind of as we saw in the end of that Atlanta Hawks series where he was a menace on the defensive side. Wasn't a huge factor in game one. I think that changes today, whether it's on Chris Paul or Devin Booker. Might remain to be seen. Might have to be whoever has the hotter hand. Now, this other part's not going to be the biggest factor in the world, but it does hurt the Suns' depth a little bit. Uh, Dario Saric went down with an ACL injury. He's going to be out for the rest of the series. Like I said, not the biggest thing in the world, but it definitely hurts the Suns' depth. And, uh, you know, we've seen this Bucks team. I believe I mentioned this on our rants and reactions yesterday. We've seen this Bucks team kind of bomb like they did in Game 1 uh, a few times this postseason. They did it to Brooklyn. They did it to Atlanta. And then they promptly bounced back. Uh, not only next game, but throughout the rest of the series. So I think think we see a big bounce back from them today. Uh, I'm probably going to be sprinkling their money line again. I am going definitely safer with a full unit on their spread here with the five and a half points because I do believe that they definitely cover that. So I've got no problems back in the Bucks here today, partner. Are you with me or not? 
I'm once again with you here on your third best bet of the day. I uh, I think that foul, uh, your analysis there on some of that uh, those foul trends are a little bit uh, looming large here this mm-hmm. afternoon or this evening rather. Um, I I was actually noticing that in the game. I was wondering sure. if you were going to say anything about that. It seemed that the uh, refs were eating their whistles right. in the uh, in the favor of the Suns. But uh, as you so kindly alluded to, you told me, hey. The NBA likes to uh, correct that. Come around the next time of the bend, right. they like to uh, maybe even a little bit yeah. overcorrect in the opposite direction. Right. So, hey, we'll see if the jury's out on that. But I do love the Bucks plus five and a half. Same line. No reason for it to be at the same line with the dominant victory right. that the Suns got. So I have hammered it in. Once again, I suggest you do too. Our mags, third best bet of the day and final best bet of the day, the Milwaukee Bucks plus five and a half. There you go. Finger hammer today. No hammer today. We're going to uh, rest. switching things up. You know, we gotta we gotta get back on that up escalator. You, you keep the vibes rolling, and uh, we're very big baseball guys, so we kind of got that juju. You know, if you have a streak, a you stitches. wear you wear the same shirt. Uh, you keep wearing that same doggone shirt and you don't wear it. You know, we didn't want to get that crazy, so we just removed Hammer from the show. Just a little stitches, just a little. But that does it for the first half of the first segment on uh, today's show, episode number 76. Let's keep it moving, keep it grooving, ladies and gentlemen. Second half of the first segment of the day. You know the drill. My best bets of the day. And once again, you guys know we got six best bets coming at you. So that leaves three for me to dish out. Without further ado, we've just been cooking right along here so far. So I might as well just keep the jet fuel rocking. Go for it. So without any hesitation or delay, ladies and gentlemen, please, once again, rip out those sports books. Get ready to hammer these bad boys in as I deliver them one at a time. Here we go. My three best bets of the day. First best bet coming from me. I am going to the matchup between the Pittsburgh Pirates and the New York Mets, and I am taking the New York Mets on the run line, minus one and a half. I think you're getting some really, really good value on this line where it is priced right now. Uh, It might even be a little bit more in our favor since we have started the live show. But let me tell you why I like it so much. Uh, The Mets are coming off of a rough loss uh, last night to close out that series with Milwaukee. They lost 5-0, but they did have a a rookie pitcher on the mound and Milwaukee got to him. It was Robert Stock. And uh, I think that plays pretty large here because this pitching matchup is actually one of the key contributing factors as to why I'm taking this pick in addition to some few key trends. So let's get into all of that. Uh, JT Brubaker on the mound for the Roots today and Taiwan Walker on the mound for the Metropolitans. Brubaker has given up a combined 15 earned runs over his last five starts overall and he is simply not an arm that I can back in any situation here today. You want to, or this season, you want to go right ahead, but I'm going to give you some key things as to why you should avoid him. He has a 4.03 ERA back in the month of June, and he has just carried that right on into July. He's got a 7.50 ERA to kick off the month of July. He's pretty bad on the road, too. Eight road starts so far. He's got a 1-4 and four record with a 253 opponent batting average allowed. He has 14 walks on the road compared to only four at home. So command has been a bit of an issue for him away from PNC Park. And he's got a 4.70 ERA on the road, and he's done all of this over 44 innings of work. He has not faced the Mets this year or really much at all in his career. However, I don't think any of that matters because his arm has been struggling so much recently 
recently. And I think the Mets, who out of nowhere are really starting to turn things around here, I think that they have a pretty solid showing against JT Brubaker. And last but not least on Brubaker, Pittsburgh is 0-5 straight up in his last five starts overall, and they have lost three of them by two runs or more. Now as for Taiwan Walker on the mound for the Mets, he has beautifully rounded out this Mets rotation in addition to Marcus Stroman and the obvious Jake DeGrom. They have won the Mets being four out of his last five starts overall, and two of them have been two runs or more, with the other two being pitcher's duels with Nola on the mound for the Phillies and Alec Mills on the mound for the Cubs in Chicago. We both know how those pitchers have pitched this year at home. I do not see this being a pitcher's duel here today whatsoever. Taiwan has had seven home starts so far this season. He's got a perfect 4-0 record. 171 opponent batting average allowed. 45 Ks at home with only 13 walks. He's got one home run allowed so far in those seven home starts as well and a beautiful 1.52 ERA all over 41 one in a third innings of work. So he has been pristine, pristine. Once again, similar to Brubaker, he has not faced Pittsburgh at all uh, this year or much in his career at all. However, I think that this Pittsburgh offense struggling, only putting up more than two runs in two of their last 10 games overall and getting lucky yesterday with a three-run bomb in the early innings. I don't think that they're going to have any success here against Taiwan today. Some closing thoughts on trends for this pick I am taking. Mets are 6-0 and straight up in the last six Walker starts as a favorite. Pittsburgh is 17-25 ATS as an away team this season and 17-25 ATS exact same number as an away underdog. Pittsburgh is also 36-44 ATS as an underdog overall this season. The Mets 29-27 ATS on no rest with Pittsburgh being 28-42 ATS on no rest. Pittsburgh's 1-6 in the last seven meetings overall and one and four straight up in the last five meetings in New York with two of those meetings out of the last three coming by two runs or more. Give me all of the Mets minus one and a half to keep the hot streak going at their home ballpark here today and I will gladly be hammering this in. So one more time, New York Mets minus one and a half on the run line. I love this one, my man. Big Taiwan Walker fan when he's at home in City Field. He has been a monster. I faded him this past weekend when it was in uh, Bronx, uh, the, in the Bronx against the Yankees. Very specific spot there, and uh, it didn't work out for me. But nope. uh, <laughs> going back to City Field, I have all the confidence in the world in this one. That Pirates offense had one little blip where they put up a boatload of runs against the Braves on Monday, I believe, and then they quickly went back to two and three runs the following two days. So yeah. Against Taiwan Walker, I, I I don't even see them putting up two or three, honestly. No, and it was a blip against the uh, Braves, the right. Braves as well, eleven to one. So I think the Pirates return right back to struggling yep. at the plate. Uh, they are not clutch at all right now, and the Mets are the definition of clutch. So there you go, my first best bet of the day. Keep those sports books out because here's number two coming at you live and in private prime time my second best bet of the day going to the matchup between the Cincinnati Reds and the Milwaukee Brewers, and I am taking. The Cincinnati Reds money line. Just told you in my uh, previous analysis, Milwaukee squeaked out one win in that series against the Mets, uh, closing out the beginning of the week. 5-0 victory, but they faced Robert Stock. And uh, we talked about it earlier on in the week. This might be a little spot for the Brewers to start slipping. And I don't think that they're done slipping yet, especially against the Reds, who are right hot on their tail in the NL Central and know how much this would mean with a victory here today at American Family Field. 
As for the pitching matchup, you know that always looms large for me. You got Tyler on the mound, or Tyler Molly on the mound. I combined mound and his name, but Tyler Molly on the mound for the Reds and Adrian Hauser on the mound for the Brewers. Uh, Miley has been a good pitcher overall, but he has been a great pitcher on the road this season. 10 starts on the road for Molly with a 5-1 and one record only allowing opponents to hit 188 at the plate. He's got 67 Ks on the road compared to only 45 at home with a 2.01 ERA, and he's done all of this over 53 and two-thirds innings pitched. So great sample size, and he has been dominant on the road. For home, Eh, it's kind of a toss-up, but you know what you're getting from him on the road. He is also really, really good at night. He's had eight night starts. When the lights come on, he goes up. 199 opponent batting average allowed, 2.28 ERA, and he's also done that over 43 and a third innings pitched. Not to mention, he owns a 1.50 ERA against Milwaukee this season in six innings pitched and versus them, smaller sample size, but in 29 at-bats, they have a 229 batting average and only a 326 on base percentage. I like those numbers to drive down because of the small sample size and repeat very similar to his previous showing against Milwaukee this season. If you don't like that, let me give you Adrian Hauser. He's been all right, hasn't been great, hasn't been one of the aces for the Milwaukee Brewers, but at home is not a place I really feel comfortable backing him. He's had seven home starts. He allows opponents to hit 241 at the plate, 33 Ks with 16 walks. So uh, kind of command issues here for Hauser. He's got a 3.96 ERA in American Family Field, all over 38 and two-thirds innings pitched. So uh, he's not really been driving those numbers down. They've consistently gone up when uh, he consistently gets starts at home. Now, I told you the night start statistics for Molly. It's actually very surprising. Hauser struggles at night. When the lights come on, he goes down. He's had nine night starts so far this season. 250 opponent batting average allowed with a 4.50 ERA, all over 52 innings pitched. He is coming off of a very good start against the Pittsburgh Pirates, who are very lowly right now. And, however... He held a 4.33 ERA in the month of June. So I like him to get a lot closer to that ERA number. He does have a 6.75 ERA versus Cincinnati in nine and a third innings of work so far this season and a good sample size that I like these numbers to continue to improve. The Reds in 91 at bat so far against Hauser in his career, 250 batting average, 353 OBP and an 872 OPS. If you don't like all of that, some key trends I'm looking here for the Reds to scoop up a nice victory today. They're 5-1 and one straight up in the last six Molly starts on the road. Cincinnati is 12-2 and two straight up in the last 14 games overall versus the NL Central. Cincinnati is also 4-1 and one straight up in the last five meetings overall between these two teams, with them also being 5-0 and oh straight up in the last five in Milwaukee, with three of those games being played this season. I told you at the top, Cincinnati knows what this win would mean for them in the race in the NL Central right now. If they can get a few games right behind the Reds as we go into the All-Star break, that would loom so large for their bid at the NL Central. I hate to say that being a Cubs fan, but it is very, very true. So once again, my second best bet because of all of this that I am hammering in today, Cincinnati Reds, money line. You had me convinced on this one. I'm, I'm not going to say I was on the fence. I was definitely leaning towards Reds on this one with you. But, I mean, yeah, you pushed me over the edge on this one. The only thing that was really causing me hesitation is that the Brewers have been so damn good at home lately. But sure. that pitching matchup is just too uh, too big to, 
too too big to ignore, honestly. And you get a little um, bit more below the surface. The yeah, home home road splits and those sure. those night splits just I, yeah. I couldn't believe it. And sometimes those are you know kind of just coincidence, but I mean in those cases definitely not. I mean because yeah, yeah, Hauser Hauser has really performed well in those Brewers Classic 120 games yeah, in the afternoon. No but these nighttime games, he's kind of <laughs> yeah, lost bizarre. his mojo. So there you go, second best bet of the day, Cincinnati Reds money line. Let's keep it going here, ladies and gentlemen. Third and final best bet coming from me today. My degenerate pals. I'm going back to the well. My boys right now. I got a lot of teams who are my boys over the course of an MLB betting season, but they are hot right now and one of the sneakiest teams in baseball. If you were here for the start of the show, you might know where I'm going, but I'm headed to the matchup between the Detroit Tigers and the Minnesota Twins, and I am hammering in the Detroit Tigers money line. Not only all of that that I just said, them being sneaky, them being good, they have somewhat of a shot in the AL Central to get a wild card bid if they get things going. Now, your Sox obviously have way too far of a lead for anybody to try and win the AL Central, it looks like at this point. But the Tigers have a serious opportunity that they could sneak into mm-hmm. second or third place. And uh, I think that they have a great opportunity to do so against a division opponent who is dead last in the Central. Yep. Yes, the Twins are dead ass last and the Tigers are not. The Tigers have a shot for once ladies and gentlemen and it's actually due to some of their pitching and this pitching matchup actually looms very large today Tyreek Skubal on the mound for the Tigers and J.A. Happ on the mound for the Twinkies Skubal had a bumpy start to the season then a really really good May and June and then a bit of a shaky start here to July but I'm not worried about all that. I like him to return to dominant fashion, and he has done just fine against Minnesota so far this season. He has a 3.60 ERA over five innings of work. However, it's because of two solo home runs. Two solo home runs is why he has that ERA, and that is something the Twins are not doing right now and something that they have had to bank on all season long to get runs across the plate, the long ball. If you don't like all of that, he's actually been really, really doggone good against Minnesota so far, despite that ERA. 41 at-bats versus them, and they are hitting 113 at the plate with a 181 on-base percentage and only a 400 OPS. Scooble has owned these Minnesota Twins so far in his career. Even though he's a young guy, some of these big, uh, big dogs, big names on the Twins have not been able to hit him. And especially coming off of a little bit of a rough outing, Scooble has bounced back so good all season long, and I love him in this spot here today. However, you got J.A. Happ, and he is fade city. Any position you want J.A. Happ in in this point, you can fade him. It looked like the old dog might have a bit of a resurgence. The wheels have officially fallen off now, my friends. There is no coming back. J.A. Happ has allowed four earned runs or more in six out of his last 10 starts, with those other ones being two, three, two, and one, and the one earned run coming back all the way on May the 4th. So he has consistently got worse and worse and worse over time here. He's had eight home starts so far this season with a 242 opponent batting average allowed, 4.32 ERA in target field, all over 41 and two-thirds innings pitched. His night starts also loom very large for me. He's had nine of those so far this season with a 1-4 and four record, 335 opponent batting average allowed, 8.02 ERA, and he's pitched in the night over 42 and two-thirds innings pitched. Not to mention, 
Detroit has mashed him in his entire career. 103 at-bats against this Tigers lineup. 406 batting average. 467 on base percentage. And a 1.068 OPS. Not to mention, Detroit is mashing the hell out of left-handed pitching right now. In their last five games overall versus lefties, 300 batting average, 402 OBP, and 11.02 runs scored per nine innings. The Tigers are going to have their way with Hap here today. I do not understand where all of the sharp and big money is coming on the Twins. Matter of fact, I believe it's because of the brand name of the Twins. There is no way that the Twins are winning this game here today. As a matter of fact, when they played the White Sox here in this previous series, they looked like they did not even care anymore. I think that that plays large here today because the Tigers have stuff to play for. But if you don't like all of that, ladies and gentlemen, you think I'm making it all up, final closing trends. Minnesota is 3-7 and seven straight up in their last 10 games overall, with Detroit being 5-2 and two straight up over their last 7 and 6-4 and four straight up over their last 10. Minnesota is 3-7 and seven straight up during game 1 of a series in their last 10 games overall. Minnesota is also 1-4 and four straight up in their last 5 home games versus a team with a losing record. Minnesota is 2-6 and six straight up in their last 8 Thursday games and 2-6 and six straight up in their last 8 games versus the AL Central. The Tigers are still in the hunt. They still have an opportunity to make something of this season, and they are not going to let the last place AL Central Minnesota Twins mess that up for them. So please do me a favor. Get a plus money, Pauly. Let's get this baby locked in, and I will see you at the pay window tonight because of the sneakiest team in the MLB. My third and final best bet of the day, the Detroit Tigers. Money line. I will be right there with you on this one. I love this one, my man. You know, if you just look at the MLB standings, they are a sneaky team. But if you looked closely, they ain't sneaky. They're just good right now. May mm. Since May 8th, I believe it is. I don't know the number off the top of my head now. It's been a couple days since I've looked. They're somewhere around like 31 and 23 since May 8th. They're a solid team right now. You can't uh, you can't just look at this line and say without and look at the standings or even not look at the standings because like you said, the brand name of the Twins, people expect them because of what they did the last two years to finally come out of this slump. Right. You mentioned it. They don't give a shit right now. They're in last place and they know they ain't getting out because their pitching is terrible. And uh, this Tigers team, as you mentioned, only eight and a half games out of the wild card. But the mm-hmm. way they're playing, if they keep chipping away, keep chipping away, they'll, they'll be, be right fine. there in months' time. Yeah, no so problem. I'll be right there with po- you. Post All Star break, the Tigers got a serious shot, and I think they. Uh, start stacking up a few wins yeah. here in succession to to help their cause even more come post all-star time so there you go my one two and three best bets of the day there you really go all of them all six best bets coming from the ttl crew that does it for the first segment of episode number 76 once again Always love taking the opportunity to do it. Thank you so much for stopping by today, hammering in some bets with the TTL crew. Let's move right along into the second segment of the day, the special play of the day. And then in case you missed anything, we'll just keep it going at light speed. Get right into the best bets of the day. So without further ado, my friends, degenerates, gamblers, pals, everybody in between. Today's special play of the day is... The aforementioned triple play Thursday parlay, three-leg MLB parlay, and we are ready to rock and roll. We uh, have one similar play from one of our best bets we've stolen. We went to a matchup from one of our best bets, but took a 
different play, but somewhat of a similar play, if that makes any sense whatsoever. Probably not. Mm -hmm. And then went to a, another one of the matchups that we were in and took a total play out of that. So, partner, you probably have on the uh, ladder the most information there. Uh, the, the under? Yes, sir. Okay. That bad boy there. So if you'd like to kick things off, sure. I'll segue anywhere there. And uh, after a quick little sip of some high-quality H2O, I'll be glad to join you guys once again. Alrighty. So first leg is coming out of a matchup that I just talked about, Indians versus the Royals in Cleveland. And we are going under nine runs for that game. Kind of mentioned in the uh, in the analysis for my Indians pick, I think this is going to be, once we get through these starting pitchers, through the first five, six innings, Going to see a slight edge for that Indians team, but a little bit low scoring, maybe 3-1, 2-1, 4-2 type stuff uh, through those first few innings. Um, and then as we get into it, if the Indians need to put up a run or two on the bullpen, we might see that. But all in all, uh, I see a 5-2, 7 run game max in this one. I don't think the Royals go over 3 runs in this game, and I don't think the Indians go over 5 runs in this game. Um, so I love the under on this one. As I mentioned, I, you know, I just think it's going to be uh, a pitcher's duel for the most part with the edge to Zach Plezak. He has had too much success against this Royals team. And, uh, you know, the Indians team is hitting well enough to get the edge here, but not hot enough to, you know, storm on Danny Duffy by any means. So sure. love this underplay. How about you? Absolutely, my friend. It's uh, one that I had written down and really liked. And then you mentioned, hey, mm -hmm. I think I kind of like this under. Yeah. Hey, let's add that to the Triple Play Thursday parlay. So there you go. First leg on the Triple Play Thursday parlay, Indians, Royals, under nine runs. Second leg on the Triple Play Thursday parlay, we got a little bit of first five action for you. We're going back to the matchup between the Tigers and the Twins. And we're taking the Tigers' first five plus a half as the second leg. Now, you might be wondering why. The value in this one is really on the full money line. The first five money line does have a bit of value, but we want to take out any guesswork in between. At the very least, we see this being a tie ball game. Um, but I, uh, I, I, I do think that potentially the Tigers do get the outright victory. But... We're taking a little bit safer yeah. route. We are just fine in the first five. So for the second leg, once again, in addition to all the analysis I just laid out as to why we love the Tigers here today, second leg on the Triple Play Thursday parlay, Detroit Tigers, first five run line, plus a half. And then third and final leg on the Triple Play Thursday parlay here today, uh, we're going back to one of my picks, uh, one that I... Uh, and pretty high on in mags actually his best bet of the day as well he really really likes this when he said man we got to add it to the triple a thursday parlay i think it'll juice it up nice and ladies and gentlemen it did so for the third leg on the triple play thursday parlay we're adding the new york mets minus one and a half you parlay all three of those up and you are going to get right around plus 678 odds the last time i looked and when i locked it in that's what they were at so hey let me know in the comments uh, if you guys are watching right now and got your sports book out what are the current odds at that um, so all the fine folks that join at a later time can know live and in prime time what we got for the odds but uh just told you too not a whole lot of other analysis to drop right. down here on these plays we already got into everything and uh you know Promise that we just keep it moving right along. Yeah, no kidding. Didn't have anything to uh, to stop and, and hesitate or delay upon. So for today, that does it for the special play and our best bets of the day. So we might as well just go right on ahead and recap all of those bad boys for you kind degenerates out there. So once again, get out those sports books. Make sure you're logged in. 
get ready to hammer in these bad boys home as soon as they are live on your screen and we're making a promise we'll be waiting at the pay window for you here today so without further ado on this beautiful july 8th 2021 live and in prime time on episode number 76 of the ttl pod today's best bets of the day coming to you live from the beautiful pfizer form no oh no what is that that's phoenix Oh, that's Phoenix. Oh, dear. I thought it was Pfizer form. Oh, boy. That is Talking Stick Arena. I do apologize. I was getting so excited because we are going to be finding ourselves in Milwaukee Milwaukee in a few short weeks. Uh, We'll let you guys know what's coming up. Might have some content coming out while we're up there and stuff, too. So we'll let you know about that. However, today's best bets of the day. On the left side of your screen right here, ladies and gentlemen, are Mag's best bets. His three picks recapped for you. Toronto Blue Jays, minus one and a half. Cleveland Indians, money line, and the Milwaukee Bucks, plus five and a half. On the opposite side of that, on the right side of your screen, you got my best bets of the day. Taking the New York Mets, minus one and a half. Cincinnati Reds, money line, and the Detroit Tigers, money line. All below that, you got the special play of the day, the MLB special play, the triple play Thursday parlay. Three legs on that bad boy for grand total odds right around plus 700, I'll say now, because they might have moved. Tigers, first five run line plus a half. Cleveland versus Kansas City, under nine runs. And the New York Mets, minus one and a half. There you go. The six best bets of the day and the special play for this beautiful Thursday of bets, July 8th, 2021. Anything to add there, pal? No, sir. I'm ready to rock. All right. We got them hammered in. They're ready to go. And as always, I suggest you hammer them in, lock them home, sprinkle a little bit of dough down, whatever you need to say. Just make sure you get today's best bets and special play hammered in and whatever the current best line is on your favorite sports book. Well, That does it for all of our best bets, but we have a special guest that still has best bets to give out. Their name is across the screen, but if you can't see them, they are the all-knowing Money Line Dice. Now you know the matchup they are rolling for today. A very tight pitching matchup in San Diego today between the Nationals and the Padres. You got Max Scherzer going up against you, Darvish. This one's way too close for us to call, so we got to bring in some reinforcements some spheric no some cubicle objects that know way more than we do when it comes to tight games like this so without further ado it's time to get into the third and final segment of the first half of today's show the money line dice roll of the day ladies and gentlemen here we go the dice even in themselves back up after having yep. an 0 and 2 day, 1 and 1 day yesterday, we are now back to 31 31 and 1 officially on the TTL pod. As always, partner, you know uh producer Colt's got to make an appearance here so we can uh, assist in the visual aid of our uh kind degenerate viewers out there. While I uh, get everything set up there, sir, could you um Tell us where, oh, they know where we're playing. They know where we're playing. They know who's playing. Sure. But they got to know who's the favorite, who's the dog. What are our run line odds looking mm-hmm. like? Mm-hmm. What's our total set at? Are you thinking anything specific? Or is there any uh, outstanding storylines 
that we need to know here and now today about the Nationals and Padres. While you dish all of that good stuff out, I'll get everything rocking and rolling, and then I'll see you guys right around the bend in a few brief seconds. Okay. All right. Peace and love. <laughs> All right. Kick it away, partner. Getting rocking and rolling here. We've got the Nationals and Padres. Mad Max Scherzer versus you, Darvish. You know the guys. You know how dominant they are. Mad Max, 7-4 and four record, 2.1 ERA. You, Darvish, 7-3 and three with a 2.65 ERA. On the money line odds, we've got the Padres at minus 146 with the Nats at plus 124. Obviously, losing Kyle Schwarber was a massive blow to that offense, so that uh, leaves a little bit of a question mark for that offense. However, it does appear that Juan Soto could be heating up for them. On the run line, Padres at minus 1.5 plus 136 odds with the Nats plus 1.5 coming in at minus 164. Over-under in this game, pretty typical for a star-studded pitcher matchup like this. The over-under is set at 7 right now. On the money line, sharp money appears to be coming in on the Padres. The bet percentage is 53% of the bets on the Nationals' money line. However, 76% of the money coming in on the Padres. So some big, big money coming in for the Padres. And on that uh, total of over seven, over under seven, excuse me, the sharp money appears to be coming uh, according to the action app on the Nationals. However, the big money coming in on the under. 63% of the bets are on the over seven, while 75% of the money is coming in on that over seven. See if we got any spread action here. Big money coming in on that spread action as well. 50-50 bet slips uh Percentage on the plus minus one and a half here, 50-50, while 97% of the freaking money coming in on the Padres. So massive money coming in on these Padres. Now let's see uh, Let's see if we can uh, narrate what's going on with these pitchers. Obviously, Mad Max has been fantastic. Starting to get better as we get into the season. 3.0 ERA in April. He's been sub two in each month ever since. Hasn't allowed more than one run since May, so he has been freaking dominant. However, that Nats team is still 3-2 and two in his starts. Gave up one earned run through six to the Dodgers, and they still lost that game 10-5. to five. So, never know with this Nats team. However, you Darvish, nice, nice. You Darvish, coming in a little bit, uh, you know, obviously still you Darvish, but... Kind of the opposite of Mad Max. He was a lot more dominant as we started the season. Starting to, I don't want to say slip because he's still you Darvish. Had a couple of rough outings there in, uh, I guess, June and July. His last start, four earned runs to the Phillies over six innings pitched. Four earned runs there in Colorado once there in uh, in June. So I don't want to say sticky stuff uh, slippage here. But hmm. uh, the timeline, once again, kind of adds up. Obviously, he still had some very good starts. So you never know, and the Padres' offense, especially without Kyle Schwarber in there for the Nats, this Padres' offense is obviously better than the Nats, especially versus right-handers, but still too close to call, my man. Mad Max could be Mad Max and could uh, outduel you, Darvish, here, so we let the dice decide. We let the dice decide, but in case you guys needed to know, uh, needed to have any further explanation of what we plan to do to your bookie in every single sports book out there today, Look no further than live in prime time on your screen. <laughs> the Dudley boys, actually the TTL crew, smashing your bookie right through the table. A little TLC match is coming your bookie's way here today. So I suggest you tell them to hit their shelter bunkers and tell these sports books to watch out because we're taking all their money here today. 
But without further ado, we have our kind guest now live on set, and they got some plays so they can help take more of these sports books monies. So without further ado, let me close this bad boy out. I'm going to have to do a quick, quick move here. So hold on one brief second. We're really up in the production value here. I know. Pretty solid, right? <laughs> pretty solid. Pretty solid. You're going to see this just move around on your screen here, ladies and gentlemen. I do apologize, but there you are, partner. One second. All right. Now I can see it. One brief moment here, ladies and gentlemen. In a three, in a two, in a one, for the first time on July 8th, 2021, the Honorable Moneyline Dice are now live on your screen, glistening in the TTL production studio lighting as always. So without further ado, let's get into the roll. Enough gabbing, enough jabbering. Let's get these things going here today. As always, first roll of the day, are we taking the home team Padres or the away team Nationals? We all find out on this beautiful Thursday of bets in three, in two, in one. That is the home team Padres. Home team Padrinos, the Friars. All right. Now, will we be taking the Friars on the money line or against the spread? Minus one and a half. Correct. Okay. We all find out in three, in two, in one. Money line. Money line it is. Unofficial money line. Unofficial first best bet of the day is the San Diego Padres money line. Will we be doubling down for the wild card roll of the day? Will we be re-rolling because the dice need their extra screen time, as always? Or are they just going to skip all that nonsense and go right for the total? We soon find out in three, in two, in one. Under seven. Under seven. Wasting no time today, dice. No time wasted. Yeah, you know, they're treading the tires. They don't have uh, don't have the cockiness to really be uh, hot-dogging it like they were for a few days there. So they're getting down to business today. And... uh Little Padres minus 145 and the under seven. The dice have spoken. If you want a guaranteed, take a two tickets, not a ticket, two tickets to the window tonight. You heard it here first from the all-knowing money line dice. Hammer in right here and now. San Diego Padres money line and under seven runs in the Nationals versus Padres game tonight. I can't get enough Thank of this you, translucence, man. I can see the money line Isn't it awesome? through this one. That's Isn't it awesome? Just a little showcase here. I know, absolutely love it. showcase. Absolutely love I mean, look how good those look. If you want your own set, and you want to uh, have some guaranteed locks dished out to you without any effort on your behalf, just our great friends, the Moneyline Dice, doing what they do, Hey, we make it really easy for you to get your own set. And, wow, one of the sick traveling here. cases that they have. Now you can see that live in prime time as well. If you want any of the things you can see on your screen or one of the other sick-ass merchandise items that the Moneyline Dice Company has, quick suggestion and very easy suggestion. Go to this episode's description. You're going to see a link down there. Very bottom one. It says MoneylineDice.com. Wouldn't you know, that is the MoneylineDice.com website. And since your good friends at the TTL podcast uh, are good friends with the Moneyline Dice family, 
we got a little hookup for you. 10% off your first order on MoneylineDice.com when you enter code TTL10 at checkout. If you forget that code, you can just go to the episode's description and see that bad boy right there too. So head on over to MoneylineDice.com, get your own dice, get your own tracking book, start rolling alongside with the crew or not with the crew, start your own record, and start cashing tickets with the all-knowing, all-powerful, ever-present Moneyline Dice. As always, thank you, Dice. Thank you, Dice. Thank you, Dice. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Today's money line dice roll of the day. Let me uh, put our honorable guest back to bed here. Thank you one more time, Dice. Hope you have a spectacular Thursday. We will see you on Friday's show and actually at the pay window tonight, too. Yes, sir. So thank you very much, Dice. All right, producer Colt making one final brief appearance here on today's show, closing everything out so we have no outstanding issues on the live show. There we are. There we go. See you later, alligator. After a while, crocodile. Here we go. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that does it. The Moneyline Dice Roll of the day and officially... The first half of episode number 76 of the Talking the Line pod. I said it a little while back, but if you are one of the kind, degenerate folks that just stops by the TTL pod for our best bets, special play, dice roll, analysis, and whatever else might come on the first half of the show, that does it. If you're out of here, for real, we hope you have a spectacular rest of your Thursday unless you have other plans, but please... Don't stay away too long now. Make sure you mosey on around the corner for tomorrow's show because we got a loaded episode. We got the UFC 264 card to dive into, and we got a loaded slate of action tomorrow. So make sure you stop by because you know the deal. We need your help bankrupting these sports books one play at a time. So once again, have a spectacular rest of your Thursday. Peace and love. And, uh, Don't stay away too long. But for the rest of you sticking around for the second half of today's show, it's time to get nitty and gritty. It's time to let the hot takes fly. And it is time to get ready for today's Rants and Reactions. All right, here All right. we go, ladies and gentlemen. Second half of the show, starting here, today's rants and reactions. As always, let me uh, clean up here. There you go. Oh, quick reminder before we dive into things here. Uh, partner, could you remind the folks... Um, Follow us on the Action Network, all of our usernames, sure. all of that stuff. Uh, Tally site, you want to check out our stuff there. We'll have some stuff upcoming, and then maybe a little... Uh, website update. Okay. Appreciate you. Yeah, I gotcha. Uh, so follow us all on the Action app. You've got Colt here at cash underscore with, cash underscore with underscore Colt. Got to get those underscores in there. Uh, and myself at our mags, all capitals. And then, of course, the Talking the Line page at Talking the Line. You can see all of our best plays, obviously, from the pod. And then what else we lay down throughout the rest of the day. I typically lay down uh, not necessarily every single day, but I usually have some MLB props. Got a decent record there. Cold obviously lays down some other plays. Going to see some NBA plays coming from us tonight. Might see some NBA prop plays. Not sure if we'll be on any totals or not, but uh, you can always catch us there. 
And then, as my partner mentioned, Tally Site. We are partnering with Tally Site. You can check them out and see usually the same picks, but also some extra analysis. You can peruse there. Got a lot of very, very solid cappers on there, verified cappers. Uh, and if you look through our page, you can get a membership for 70% off through our pages for $3 a month. Uh, so Tally Site is a very cool website. Going to be picking up some steam here in the next few months heading into the football season. We are very excited to be working with them. And as my partner mentioned, we've got our own website that we're cooking up right now. And uh, it's getting very, very close to getting rolled out here. Don't want to uh, give out the exact date that we're rolling it out, but it's getting pretty close to uh, hot off the presses, partner. Hot off the press. It's uh, it's not looking too bad. I once again uh, added another hat to my hat drawer, website if you will. Designer. Website designer, if you will. Uh, so, yeah, everything you're going to see rolled out on the TTL Sports Media website was done by yours truly with some also creative inspiration from the man to my left. So, very excited to uh, get that bad boy rolled out. Uh, it's going to take a little bit of a process, a little bit of a time, because once again, you know I did not go to school for IT or creating websites, but... I did take a few classes back at my days at the old Ilstu. That's Illinois State University for you bums out there. <laughs> However, yeah, I'm, I'm coming that hot because Jeez. the Illinois State University, Jeez. if you don't know Ilstu. <laughs> However, <laughs> all fun, all fun. However, took a few classes back in the day, and I started pointing and clicking around yesterday. I said, <laughs> maybe I did learn a thing or two in college. Who's to say? What do you know about that? So uh, we will, or I will, not too sure, uh, let you guys know. We might just update it right here on the pod um, when we're getting close. Uh, Going to set some dates as far as when we want to have certain things done on there. Um, I don't even want to say fingers crossed by the end of the month. I would say definitely by the end of the sure. month we'll have that bad boy out. And uh, that is going to open the door for so much more new content. Uh, get us back into writing, all types of good stuff. I gave... Uh, Gave a little bit uh, tease earlier, and I think I'm actually going to run with that bad boy, uh, the St. John's Red Storm. Sure, yeah. Uh, yesterday, I I, 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 that it. was just that was off the top of the dome, <laughs> I told you and I'd read it. I was like, "Well, hell, actually, Julian Champagne's staying this year. I bet the hell out of the Red Storm last year. I followed John Rothstein a lot. He's got some strong opinions on the Reds." Hey, maybe actually I'll go ahead and write that. You know what? So uh, maybe that might be the first blog you see from me. Yeah. Who knows? I'm thinking of a couple different avenues. Obviously, some actual uh, sports bet analysis from me. And then I think I might just roll with my old uh, RMAG sidebar type stuff. Yeah, on side stuff. I like that. I like that. Had some we'll thoughts see. on some uh, competitive eating stuff. So hey. maybe I'll write about some competitive eating. Hey, maybe you see. by the 4th of July. Maybe you see the TTL crew go do competitive eating challenges across the suburbs. Holy shit, let me write that down. Oh, it's been in my head. I've had it written down in my own notes. Hey, you guys are uh, seeing a live uh, live Brainstorm lab session, sure. brain session right <laughs> now. So, hey, you might see this coming out live. Hey, what what do we call it? Uh, you know, um, I don't know. what the, we, we, we can come up with that too. But. I actually had, uh, I mean, it doesn't have to be like this. I was thinking, like, because we haven't done a showdown in a while. If you've Ooh. been following us more recently, we used to do showdowns where is true. if I'm feeling very strongly about a pick, because a lot of times we individually do our picks and then we each say what we have. And with baseball season, we haven't been opposing too many times. And if we are, we don't feel too strongly about it. But with NFL, college football, college basketball, and the NBA, we typically do have strong feelings uh, in, opposed, in opposition. And mm. uh, we show it down. And we might have to be in implementing some punishments for losers. So who's to say that uh, 
some eating challenges might not be involved in those punishments. Nah, you know, I, I kind of have some fun because I've shared in the past. I have uh, entered in Maybe a not quite, a punishment, but, g- entered in quite a few eating challenges nah. in my day. But uh, I will also we say I have, I have never <laughs> left one feeling spectacular by right. any means. So right. Usually uh, busting at the seams. Yeah, you know how the eaters. old saying goes. Yeah, definitely. I could uh, take some shit down. Sure. Though. So, hey, love the hell out of that idea. Maybe coming to a YouTube screen near you rather shortly. We'll see here. But that's the beauty of our jobs. We get to talk about things like that and bring it to you guys because we create content for a living. So, hey, get ready for a little bit of that action. There's a few little TTL updates, some stuff we got going. But you know the deal. If you want to stay up to date on everything we have coming around the bend, anything in between, uh, just hit the Talk in the Line link tree in this episode's description. Uh, first link right there, and you got all of our Twitters, all of our additional content. Uh, you can go back through and read some of our uh, old newsletter that we started this whole journey on, the Talk in the Line newsletter. Um, it has uh, some really good motivation uh, minutes from me in there, some good analysis. You can see how good we were ripping during the college basketball yeah. season. You can go back and look through some of that stuff. Our mags has some killer sidebars in there. Uh, if you want a good laugh or you want to walk down some memory lane with some of your favorite sports players i guarantee you can find it in there uh what we had about 70 80 editions of that maybe a little bit over that somewhere around 70 i think we stopped somewhere right in that ballpark until we took the pod full-time then came to you guys live full-time now so we really 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 enjoyed that and uh i want to get back into writing i know you do too so we we uh definitely got that coming but you uh the whole point of that rabbit hole was to make sure you hit the link tree follow us on all of our social platforms so just in case you missed an episode of a pod or whatever the case might be or you didn't watch a full episode you missed an update we'll always update it on uh, the talking the line uh, twitter page that is where we're most active and currently working to branch out into uh, new platforms and stuff like that that's coming along with the website as well so we got you guys we're hearing we're seeing what some of the things you're wanting out there so it's coming right along so make sure you stay updated and at the very least follow us on our twitter page that is where we are most active and where we put out the most updates so there you go. There you have it. Let's get into some ranting and reacting today, my friend. Let's first, do it. first things first. Uh, no, we briefly touched on it yesterday. Uh, we got the lone PGA Tour Championship tournament that comes to the wonderful state of Illinois. Mm-hmm. It's almost not even in Illinois. Yeah. Uh, it's right next to Davenport, Iowa. And uh, what, Stiegel, Seeger, Seigel, Seibel, something like that is the name of the town. Uh, It's at Deer Run Country Club, and you have the John Deere Classic currently going on right now. So, hey, partner, uh, you big golf guy. You uh, typically indulge us with these come uh, Thursday afternoons here. So uh, any updates, any any names we we might know up in the top, or just a bunch of those no-name guys we talked about yesterday? Uh, Cam Davis is actually leading the pack. Hey, hey, I told you guys. Yeah, this one must have gotten started early because i mean there's still a lot of guys i haven't teed off but a lot of guys there's some decent holes here must uh must not be too challenging of a course for these guys because a lot of guys are uh, under par you got uh cam davis at six under cameron champ at minus four uh yeah and as you as we mentioned it's not the biggest names kind of those uh above average above middle of the pack guys not quite the superstars so mm-hmm. still should be a decent uh tournament here uh but yeah typically on thursdays not too uh deep into things not too crazy but i'm glad to hear my early prediction coming out hot on thursday yeah um did you see the uh tractor procession 
No, but uh, I'm sure I'm sure it was a <laughs> regular, it regular it was, old hickerbilly oh, time. Oh man, it was uh, it was electric. It was basically someone said I'm blanking on who it says. It, it was literally because it's the John Deere classic, and so to kick off the tournament, or maybe I think it was just yesterday. So it was like kicking off the you know the ceremonies of the tournament, whatever it was. I'm not even sure, but. Just a massive tractor procession into uh, into. You Hi. gotta watch it. Someone was like, "This is going to be my funeral procession." Hi. <laughs> it was about no, 20, 20 to fifty tractors just in a line, just cruising right up this path. So. Hey, you you know the saying, pal. Nothing runs like a deer. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing runs like a deer, and it that's the only way we are kicking off this <laughs> tournament is what they have said over there in Siegel or Stegel or Seigel or whatever in the hell that town is called over there by Davenport, Iowa. Now back out from my uh, country accent, <laughs> my southern drawl. Um, yeah, John Deere Classic, rocking and rolling. Um, I might, I didn't hammer it in yesterday. I was just kind of interested. Hey, worth a look. I might have to see what those odds are at. Hey, why the hell we're doing we it? Do that right now. We uh, the show is called talking the line, so I might as well talk some lines here for you uh, in the ransom reaction segment. So I'm always interested. Uh, DraftKings versus FanDuel. For oh these yeah, that is because they are typically varying. Line shopping as well, ladies and gentlemen. Ooh, Cam Davis still plus at eleven hundred. I got him at plus twelve. All right, there all you right. Go. So not too bad. That's on FanDuel, and then ooh, we have a FD Olympics over here. Let's see ooh. if there's any updates. So that does it for the PGA. The Olympics slate was blank today, but uh, you know me and rabbit holes. Here we go. Uh FanDuel Olympics. Do we have anything? Oh, page not found. So does that mean... Oh, I've got some odds over here. Does that mean... Or is it just basketball? No, it's most gold medals, most medals odds. Ooh. So I just see... You see this... Uh, the page not found. FanDuel Olympics, and then it just clicks over oh, to page not found. So... That's that, interesting. That is I, a little uh, bit interesting. So they might be currently building it right now for, for Illinois Sportsbooks users at the very least. Uh, but yeah, for DraftKings, most gold medals USA minus twelve hundred. So not uh, not grades odd, great odds if you're trying to bet on the USA. Most gold minus twelve hundred for USA. Most medals minus a thousand for USA. Oh and boy, <laughs> China is coming in at second. Uh, you got Japan and Great Britain up there. So if you're uh, feeling like some of these other countries might pull off an upset, you can get some good odds. But oh, uh, I clicked on it up here. Here you go. Ah, okay. What you got? Uh, men's basketball. Ooh, men's three by three gold medal winner. Men's Rugby Union. Oh, they're getting out with it. Nice. Men's Track and Field. Men's 100 meter. Men's 200 meter. Men's 400 hurdles. Ooh, okay. Let's see what we got for women. Obviously, basketball. Three by three as well. Uh, Women's softball we got to bet on, baby. All right, all right. Hey. I'm I'm down yeah, I'm with some softball. To see, tell you like that. I said, someone was uh, tell you that. I think FanDuel Sportsbook director was saying, you know, we're still working on it, and obviously they worked on it, but there's going to be some that you probably can't bet on because there might what'd be some you, athletes that are like 15 years old. Would you have USA's over under it? Uh, it wasn't an over under. It was just most medals and uh, I got USA total gold medals over under 43 and a half. Okay. Uh, dead even split right now minus 125 on okay. both lines there. Um, oh, they have most medals. Damn, all the way. Spain, Netherlands, Japan, Great Britain, China, Australia, all out right now. Um, wow, I was really hoping they would do this. So, so far, they have active to bet on. Uh, men's basketball, women's basketball, the men's three by, or men's, oh, three on three basketball. That's what that is. Is it really? Men's, men's three, three by three basketball. 
and women's three by three basketball. Well, I'm interested to see what that I is. Did not know that was a thing. Uh, men's seven, so they'll have rugby, uh, women's softball, and then men's track and field so far. I was going to ask if they had golf, but I imagine we would don't know have that up we yet. We would probably know who the field is on that. But that is that is uh, that's actually really really cool, man. We're starting yeah. to get some uh, Olympics lines out, so. You know us, the degenerates, we are over here. Um, yeah, we're definitely going to have to be smashing some Olympic plays in, but, uh, partner, unfortunately, I think that means we're going to have to watch the fucking Olympics. Yeah, I think so. Well, sucks to suck. We can't boycott. Nobody uh, <laughs> signed the petition. Uh, shit, did we? Damn, I didn't take that off the printer. Ah, oh, shit. Gosh, well. Didn't do the uh, boycott uh, canvas uh, like we thought we uh, would. You know. Gosh, hey, next year. Or next four years. Next, yeah, we'll next talk. Year. Next six years. We'll, we'll talk. Get it again next year. <laughs> yeah, it'll come around the bend sometime. Ah, what Jeez. the fuck? Yeah, we'll get, we'll get it sometime. Uh, but that does it for the Olympics. So uh, you heard it here first. We will be smashing in Olympic plays. I I, I definitely will. So I'll sure. do a little bit of research on that, see what I can find, if anything. There you go. First two pit stops, PGA and the Olympics. How about the NFL gridiron? Nothing new or crazy of noteworthy. Might as well just uh, pull out this wonderful Google device that I have attached to my hip at all times just to check while I'm saying this. But my main point of coming to this point was 63 days, ladies and gentlemen. We are almost two months unofficially away. September 9th could not come any quicker. So close, but so far. Oh, boy. So close, but yet so far. But uh, hey, no problem. All I know is I cannot effing wait. Yeah, neither can I. And I imagine come August as, uh, you know, obviously the NBA gets over with. Now we got NHL over with. I'm sure in these rants and reactions or, uh, you know, something along the lines, we'll probably have some fantasy football uh, analysis, advice, all the like. Because Uh as much as we dive into sports gambling, we also dive deep into fantasy football as well. Mm -hmm. And, you know, uh, that DFS is... uh, Pretty fun come football season. Not the biggest DFS guys for uh, basketball and baseball, but we do mess around with it on the NFL. Oh, yeah, baby. That also, too. Cannot wait to dive into some fantasy with you and oh, yeah. give you guys some doggone value. Can't I wait cannot to win my league again, our league again. Hey. Going dynasty for the first time. Okay, drop this, too, in the comments. Do you think collusion that the uh, commissioner of a fantasy football league Wins in back-to-back years. I didn't win this year. I got second. Oh, well, finds himself in the championship. Two points away. Needed a field goal. Sounds like somebody was shaving points Pretty and sure trying, like to, a last pick trying to get some money on the side. I hey, I don't know. Whatever, whatever, shaving whatever storyline you got to give out. That's just fine by me. Hey, whatever you, storyline you, you need. You to got you you got to look yourself in the mirror at the end of the night, pal. So not me. All right, big what, smile what, on my face. When I do. <laughs> Whatever you got to get out. So there you go. A little bit of news, though. I totally forgot about this. Um, The Secretary of Defense granted Cam Kinley, Cameron Kinley, now defensive back for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He granted him, allowed him to stop his service at the in the Navy. Mm. He is a a Navy shipman and allowed him to go and play for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The se- uh, Secretary of Defense signed off on it. So nice. I didn't know we that. will be uh, seeing that. Uh, initially, it was denied, and they had been waiting quite some time for this, and it just came out yesterday, I do believe. So great to see. Cool. Uh, I'm excited to see uh, what Cam Kinley has to bring to the table. Obviously, the Bucks think enough if they want to add him to that defense. Yeah, no so cool. uh, go out of their way to grab him. So that's pretty sweet. And then um, it just came out here a little while ago. XFL is uh, now... 
we're going to have to put it on the back burner for oh, really? a little bit while. We're going to have to relax. I was really hoping uh, post-COVID we'd, we'd see it back here this year. But now it's looking like 2023 is going to be the estimated okay. return. Uh, I guess talks between them and the CFL, you know, they're kind of trying to do that okay. co-op league. Okay. They're tabled now, okay. and it looks like the CFL might not even try and do anything. Okay. So the XFL, to get everything they need, they're, I guess, 2023 tentative yeah, time. Some of those side leagues like that really got hurt by financial struggles oh, over the boy, last did year they. or so. so boy, and obviously they. the XFL was trying to keep cooking along they would have been having probably mm-hmm. a couple of seasons by now but obviously they had to stop that so yeah. the rock's gonna have it because that's the rock bought out the xfl right yeah 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 so and then I, what was what was the one right before that was it the AA, AAFL, AAFL, I think? AFL, whatever. I, I don't know. I got a T-shirt from the inaugural game. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Crazy story AAFL, behind that. Yeah. Won't get into that, but yeah, I got that a T-shirt one, from one, one of the inaugural games. I know, uh, yeah, that one failed. And then the XFL was doing well for a minute, but then obviously oh, they had shit. to stop. So. Yeah, I I don't know. I'm uh, I'm interested to see what happens with those side leagues. I think it's always good. A lot of those guys, because there are some really doggone good players. Some of those XFL guys the last time around had some actual some uh, doggone good players. Absolutely. And some of those guys have found themselves, uh, like P.J. Walker, is it? Not P.J. Walker. Um, what the heck's his name? Yeah, I'm not is it PJ? Sure. I know it's PJ sure. something. I can't. Uh, they, he was on the uh, on the Panthers. Okay. Um, he was a great quarterback in the XFL. Just did, didn't pan out. Obviously, I mean that's kind of that's kind of how the NFL works. But I mean, hey. Give some extra guys some opportunities, a feeder system. Why not? Yeah. We, we're, you know us. We're big proponents of that. Yeah, big football guys as well. If you put uh, football on the television, we're probably going to be watching it. Ass on seat, feet on up, beer in hand, tube going. Okay. All right, Matilda. Keep doing your thing over there. We got uh, we got some craziness happening off camera. I was hoping she'd come up here and uh, just chill out, but uh, that is obviously not her nope. MO here today. She is all over the map. Hey, She's fucking up Superman over Either there. way, either way, she's <laughs> fucking up Superman in the corner of the uh, production studio. However, uh, keeping things rolling right along here, ladies and gentlemen, another quick pit stop, the eight-sided circle, the UFC octagon. Uh, we have three more sleeps remaining. Two, two more, more sleeps two remaining. More. Oh, my gosh, two more sleeps remaining. It's Thursday. It I've Thursday. only said it 15 times sure on have. the show so far today. UFC 264 is coming up oh, on baby. Saturday. Oh, baby. Carter, what does that mean is coming up at the beginning of tomorrow's Ransom Reactions? I believe we are going to be talking about the entire card, especially we've got a lot to talk about with this massive card. Ooh, I am talking, you know, this is the MO word for the worldwide leader now. All of a sudden, they, they think they're fight savvy. Mm-hmm. However stacked card ah, absolutely ah, stacked okay. uh because that was the classic john at john anik deal stacked and oh this is absolutely stacked evening of fights that was just always john anik and now every anchor on the worldwide leader has adopted that you think i'm lying take stock the next time they are literally like looking coming from a stacked card here in las vegas <laughs> it's just like ah, it does not sound good when you guys say that but hey <laughs> Whatever you got to do to keep the mojo rolling. Uh, yes, we do have a full card breakdown coming at you tomorrow to kick off tomorrow's Ransom Reactions. You know how I gets down. I'll be breaking down some of my favorite fights, some side bets I think you guys should take. I've even taken the time to dive into some props, okay. round props okay. for main event, co-main event. Okay. And then you already know I got the main card parlay coming your yep. direction here too, folks. So it's going to be a little bit trickier of a one here. It's always a little tough when we get into the rubber match of some fights, regardless of if it was Conor McGregor and Dustin Poirier. Rubber matches are always intense, and they are always 
who the hell knows. One of my favorites, if you want to watch an electrifying rubber match, go check out Tito Ortiz versus Cam Ken Shamrock for the number three. Ken Shamrock was on the way out in his career. Uh, they were fighting on the uh, the tough show. They had they were the coaches on the tough okay. show that season, and they fought to close out the season. And it was their rubber match. And Tito was the still the kind of young kid, still cutting his teeth in the UFC, and he was just the cocky bad boy. And Shamrock hated him, thought he had no respect, whatever, and. Tito pieced him up. Yeah. It was beautiful. It was absolutely beautiful. It was 1-1 before that. Obviously, Shamrock got the first, Ortiz got the second, and Ortiz toasted him in the third. That's one of my favorite rubber matches of all time so far. Obviously, you got the Connor Nate, um, the rubber match there, too. That's a great one. Um, Speaking of Nate Diaz, his brother Nick Diaz, I saw some rumors yesterday that he could be back in the ring soon. Nicholas. Against uh, you don't Robbie say. Lawler. Actually, I would, uh, yo, cool out. Uh, actually, I would uh, I'd buy into that. Um, Robbie Lawler, I was wondering because we hadn't seen him, I believe, since he got Darce choked, Darce choked from Ben Askren. I'm not th- even sure. I don't even I don't remember anybody he's fought past then. Um, geez, that's kind of crazy. I might look into that, but yeah, that would be sick. Robbie yeah. Lawler, Nick Diaz, that would be a hell of an old dog scrap because both of those guys do not back down for nothing, and nope. they are some of the best in the game. Uh, so there you go. There you have that. Uh, oh, did you end up watching? Oh, yeah, because I posted it to Twitter. The This popped into my head, the Czech Congo yep. Pat Berry fight. Yep. Absolutely electric. Should suggest you guys watch that. That's one of the most entertaining 30 seconds, yeah. 45 seconds of a fight there is in UFC history. Because I asked partner if it was the uh, Nate Diaz and uh, Leon Edwards fight, mm. and Nate Diaz almost came back, and I said, would that have been the craziest comeback in the final seconds? And partner said, no, you have to check this shit out. Yeah. And it was. And it, it was. was way better. It's it absolutely better. It's absolute, and it would have been way better no matter what happened. It's absolute insanity. Check Congo and Pat Barry. Check Congo goes out about seven times, and then Check Congo yeah. goes out once. Yep. Uh, I'll let your mind spin, and you can view from there. It is insanity. So... There you have that. All UFC, all everything there. Um, been uh, diving deep into the abetteds. Any uh, outside storyline stuff I need to bring you guys tomorrow. So I got you back. Don't worry. Make sure you come around for the start of tomorrow's Rants and Reactions. We got the UFC 264 card breakdown coming to you. Moving right along. Real what quick, do you have, sir? Update on one of my plays, Blue Jays Orioles. I just got an update that uh, Dylan Tate is going to open for the Orioles on Thursday. Does not change my play at all. Still rocking. Who the hell is Dylan Tate? Don't know. Might have to dive a little bit deeper, but uh, as of now, still going to be rocking with the Blue Jays at minus one and a half. Let's see what my man's got. If if you want to say a little little, something. I see see him, yeah. If you want to say a little something something here, I'll get some stats going, rocking and rolling for you guys so you can know. Okay, well, we are about to dive into the MLB as it is anyway. Actually, yes, uh, perfect time to uh, dive right on. What a fucking segue. (laughs) This is a show of segments and segues, ladies and gentlemen. So without further ado, into the MLB, uh, see what we got here, Mr. Tate. Uh, Mr. Tate, uh, in 2021, in the uh, minor league so far, he's got an 0-3 record, 4.2. 9 ERA. He has no starts, but he's pitched in 27 games, so he has not been a starter. I'm thinking they are bringing this to try and once again help fill in for some of the lackluster yeah. arms in the Baltimore rotation in addition to still dealing with injuries. He's done all that over 35 and two-thirds innings pitched. Only 31 Ks in those outings and a 1.15 whip. Yep, still going to be rocking with the Blue Jays. The way that yeah. tweet was prefaced, I imagine that means Tate's going to start maybe a couple innings and then they still will probably bring Keegan Aiken in. I don't know that for sure. 
But nonetheless, still going to be rocking with that Blue Jays minus one and a half. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, anything else? Uh, let me see here. He's got a career uh, 4.66 ERA in the, in the majors. Uh, in the minors, he's got a career 3.75 ERA, six seasons, three, th- three seasons in the majors, uh, 73 and a third innings pitched in the majors so far. Uh, no starts, actually. Uh, 55 games pitched in overall, 65 Ks with 25 walks and a 1.118 whip for this young man, averaging about... A home run per game, uh, right about seven hits per nine innings, 3.1 walks per nine, and eight Ks per nine. Cheddar. Uh, so, yeah, sounds like pretty cheddar. Uh, his strikeout-to-walk ratio, 2.60. So, yeah, man, I think uh, he's got a one-in-six record overall in the majors, So and then three seasons in the majors. So I think that minus one-and-a-half sticks just fine here today as yes, well. Yes, sir. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. There you have it. You never know what you're going to find here at the TTL pod. Might just uh, nice and quick updates. Uh, hope baseball reference did not just mess up the stream at all there. I don't think it did because every once in a while this this shit tends to happen and everything's just fine uh, on our end. However, if it did, my apologies. Baseball reference is loaded with yeah. freaking ads. <laughs> it's the only way they're able to keep all those stats and those boys paid over there. So <laughs> without further ado, let's uh, keep it rocking and rolling here into the MLB. I told you on... Uh, uh, Tuesday, I do believe it was Monday or Tuesday. Shohei Otani had hit his 31st home run to tie the most home runs previously set by Hideki Matsuyama in the MLB by a Japanese born player. Well, he now has the record, He's ladies the and record. gentlemen, hit his 32nd home run of the MLB season so far and now holds the record for the most by any. Japanese-born player in MLB history. This man is dominant, dominant, dominant. He was actually a lot better than uh, we had discussed when you decided to fade him against the Red Sox. Sure was, on Uh, the mound at least. A lot better on the mound than we anticipated. We saw a little bit of fading from him. Not anything crazy, but a little bit more than uh, what he came out like. He is not skip to beat at all at the plate and uh i can't wait to watch him at the home run derby man. i was about to say i that might be my pick for the winner people are already buzzing that he's about to put on the most ridiculous show his batting practices apparently are absurd uh but i can't wait i have to imagine that uh, as long as he keeps going like he does for the next 10 years or so that japanese born play home run record per season is probably going to be all top 10 shohei otani right um but sticking on the home run Home run derby there, yeah. uh, but I would I would definitely say you are spot on with all of that. Not to uh, stop you at all there, but uh, Shohei Otani obviously going to uh, be kicking things off. Then you got Pete Alonso from the Mets. Love that play. He's yep. been uh, he's been absolutely tearing the cover off the ball here. Matt Olson coming in from the A's. He has been also hitting the ball really really well. Trevor Story from the Rockies. You got to have one guy from playing in their home field sure. getting the job done. Trey Mancini who has also been beating the cover off the ball, even though he does play for the Orioles, who have not been good overall salvador perez one of your guys you like to hit the long ball uh, i think he is going to have a quite bit of success here in coors field i think so uh, that was oh. one guy where no no he might I, that was one guy i was wondering if his uh swing and play style might translate i don't know if it that might trans- not actually that's kind of what i was thinking it might not maybe maybe i'm wrong but uh, then electric young man juan soto yep Washington Nationals going to be that. And then rounding out the eight-man field. Yep. Yes, the eight-man 
and field here this year. Joey Gallo selected from the Texas Rangers, and uh, he's actually been making some plays not only on the offensive side of the ball, but on the defensive yeah. side of the ball, too. Very, very deserving of this. He has uh, been ripping the cover off the ball as well, so I think he'll be really, really fun to I watch in so Coors too. Field, man. I'll say it now. I think it's going to be him and Otani in the, the final two. That's okay. my guess. That's my prediction. Otani I would say Trevor Gallo. Story just because he's at Trevor's. Maybe. He's, a, he's at Coors Field and he knows where to hit that yep. ball. And like, okay, maybe if it's a specific wind pattern that evening, he knows where the ball's going to mm, die and where fair. it's not going to die. That's fair. You know, maybe some stuff like that. But there you go. Home Run Derby contestants have been listed. Uh, let us know. Hey, drop it in the comments. Who you taking for uh, this year's Home Run Derby champion or uh, maybe who you think is going to come down to it. I got Otani and Story. Partners got Otani and Gallo. We'll see what happens uh come here in a few weeks it's coming right up all-star weekend ladies and gentlemen speaking of all-star weekend we got our first big name to opt out of all-star weekend and um i'm a little concerned some of the other players might start following suit here jake Degrom says he's sitting yep. all-star weekend he's not gonna pitch he's not gonna do anything he's too focused on keeping those numbers right everything good and in, in working order for the first place mets here in the al east Barney, you think this is the start of a string of dominoes, or is this just one guy, one off, having the best season of his entire career, wants to take it easy? Yeah, I'm interested to see. I would say pitchers a lot more likely than hitters. It's uh, you know not too taxing for a hitter, I don't think, to be in these games. But for a guy that's pitching as many innings and pitching as well as DeGrom is, I, I wouldn't surprise me because, I, I mean, I uh, my Sox got Lance Lynn and Carlos Rodon coming into this game. I personally hope they don't pitch at all in those games because they have been working so damn hard. Uh, both those guys were really good the last two days, but you can kind of see they're, uh, I don't want to say they're like losing steam, losing energy, but they're, uh, you know, kind of working a little hard to get through and keep up that high level that they've been at. So I, and obviously it's typically only an inning, inning tops, two innings maybe for the starter, but uh, sure. aside from that, so maybe that's why DeGrom, maybe he, as a starter, he's like, I don't want them to throw me two, three innings. Maybe yeah, that's it. Throw me two, three innings and then like risk the chance right. of you mess everything up your entire season so right. yeah i mean that's uh that's a very fair point i don't know myself personally if this will like trigger a chain of but events he's also been there but so, uh, he's also been there plenty of times um but might be interesting uh see if uh anybody else sits out who who knows but uh we will uh, definitely keep you guys updated if anybody does outside of that uh no new sticky stuff news uh we still fucking need ai robot umps um, but as you mentioned, outside stay, of that, back to the sticky stuff. I think we are onto something as far as uh, what we were saying maybe Monday or Tuesday of uh, these umpires not giving a shit anymore. Uh, it's it's looking a little fishy to me, man. We haven't seen a single. We haven't seen a single thing. Uh, maybe I haven't been watching as closely with the NBA Finals and uh, Stanley Cup cooking hey, along. Maybe that's it. But I haven't seen too many checks as much. Man, baseball teams are smart, you know. And don't you think? Hmm, I got to make a call to the bullpen before I even make the decision to take this guy out of the game, right? So if I got to make that call to the pin, maybe I'm going to let this guy know, hey, I'm taking you out next inning. Hey, maybe you should grab that spare glove and hat out of your locker mm. real quick. I'm taking you the fuck out next inning. Yeah. So it doesn't look bad either way if you have a rough inning because I'm fucking taking you out anyway. Maybe. Either that or the MLB realized they were having a clown show every single night and they might have loosened that up. One way or Could've the well. other, I don't know. Could have very well be. Who knows? 
I have no idea what is going on. I don't know what is happening in Rob Manfred's MLB, but it is uh, still a Mickey Mouse show over there. So we'll continue to rant and react about it, but uh, no promises that it's getting any better, ladies and gentlemen. Keep this second half of the show steaming down the tracks. Last two stops, you know the drill, the NBA hardwood, NHL ice. Might as well hit here real quick because it's the last time we're ever going to be able to for this year. Well, not maybe not this year, maybe just for at least the next eight months sure. or until whenever they start practicing and preseason and playing regular season again. NHL ice, um, you obviously know how I feel about this, but what the heck ever. Uh, Tampa Bay Lightning getting the uh, Stanley Cup. Lifting Lord Stanley over their head last night in uh, Abilene Arena. Emily Arena, I'm not exactly sh- perfect. Emily, 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 whatever the heck you say, uh, you know where they play. Uh, Tempe Lightning, congrats to you. Uh, wish it was my Canadians. And also wish the Lightning wouldn't have been so quick to throw shade at Canadian fans and really smash the Canadians through the floor after a beautiful playoff run and end of the season run for crying out loud um not ex- exactly sure it might have been Killorn or i'm not exactly sure who it was but as soon as they got on that mic oh the canadians really thought that they had that game seven one last night didn't they the way they reacted everything good luck you bunch of schmucks like i mean come on man like let's kick a kick a dog while they're down like, i don't know about all that action i mean maybe well, why I mean, are we hopping right on the mic and that's the first thing we gotta say <laughs> yeah, I don't think calm these down players give a shit honestly especially after they win the cup oh and i'm and not I, yeah i'm, I'm not, not saying, saying you're wrong or anything like that but yeah. i'm not saying they should give a shit but i'm just saying it, um may or may not have been back to back two of the easiest cup victories ever but hmm, who knows who yeah, am i, I what do what do i, I know, know i don't that. i don't play the uh nhl so who am I to say anything? I have no idea, and my team hasn't sniffed the playoffs in three years. Uh, yeah, so, so who uh, who knows what's going to come of all of this? But uh, what I do know is that the Tampa Bay Lightning are officially Stanley Cup champions once again and have now won in the asterisks. COVID bubble 2020 year and now in 2021 as well. Throwing so some asterisks on it, huh? So they, hey, I, hey, they were in a doggone bubble, man. <laughs> Stuff was going on. It was crazy times. I have no idea. Either way, uh, congrats to them. Little repeat action. Really wish it would have been my Habs. Yeah. Aside from that, though, I have to give them props because in this like new cap era, it is so hard to consistently put out good teams. And I mean, they went, they were the runner up in 2015 against our Hawks, and now they're still here with the same core doing uh, similar stuff. And now they've got an even better team these last two years. So. Mm. Got to give him props to where props are due in some places. Not that you're uh, off base by what you're saying or anything like that, though. No, definitely props to him. Uh, but there you go. Stanley Cup ice and uh, wraps up the NHL season last yep. night, ladies and gentlemen. No more NHL bets. No more nothing for a little bit a while. But by the next time we can bet on the NHL, we will be able to hammer in bets on the Seattle Kraken. Ho, ho, ho. Hey, hey, hey. Little something to look forward to come next NHL season. We got a new expansion team to bet on, baby. So uh, stay tuned. Stay locked in. I am going to uh, – this was my second uh, official capping NHL season. Uh, definitely got some good material to bring back with me. Got some good stats, good stuff to uh, start plotting some stuff. And that's the name of the game. You just need numbers. You need stats. You need trends. You need uh, your own personal record, your own personal trends and stats. So compiling all that. And uh, trust me, I'll be ready to rock and roll come next NHL season because I definitely learned a lot. Let me tell you that. And I am a sponge in this game. So anybody who is really good at capping hockey, I have been also uh, just taking in everything they they talk about everything they kind of uh, put into their plays. So 
I'll be sure to dive into that come next season. Make sure you stick around before you know it. I might be the NHL capper. Who knows? Full stadiums next time around as well. Hey, hey, we'll see what happens, ladies and gentlemen. But there you really go. Let's close out today's ransom reactions with what you guys all been waiting to hear about and what everybody seems to just be talking about all over social media and everywhere in between because everybody loves the NBA. To the hardwood, game two tonight. Milwaukee Bucks versus Phoenix Suns at Talking Stick Arena in Phoenix, Arizona. Partner, we know where you lie, where you stand. Plus five and a half, you think it's a load of horse. You're taking that all day long. Little side sprinkle on the money line. I do believe I have to be right there with you as well. Definitely on the plus five and a half. It's a little bit scary because I hammered in all three bets on this bad boy. Sure. Uh, and they were no good on the sure. Tuesday. However, definitely feel a lot better about them here today. No I don't question. think it's going to be Suns and four, and I think this is the very start to that. Um, you know, might have uh, some props I dive into here. I'm definitely going to be. Yeah, I... I uh, I mean, it's, it's the last opportunity we yeah, got. I think you know? I'm going to do an SGP same game parlay for every single game. You get, uh, as well. if you didn't take the first game, you got on FanDuel two risk free $10 same game parlays, at least three legs. Uh, they have to be at least three plus three or 400. I don't know exactly. So you get a couple freebies there from FanDuel as long as it's a $10 max or anything less than that, obviously. So I'm going to be taking, uh, I'm going to be taking one every once, so I'm only going to get two free ones, but I'm going to be going with at least one every single night. Lost the first one, but uh, getting back on it tonight. All right. We'll see what happens there. I'll probably uh, do the exact same thing. Uh, Put out a SGP or two. Um, Yeah, we'll see what happens. I'm not too sure. There's not a whole lot of anything we can dive into there. I mean, Giannis looked really, really good. We dove into it on Wednesday or yesterday. Um, I mean, you you know where we stand. You know what we're thinking. Nothing. Yeah. Uh, I think he's nothing gonna all have too a game. Crazy. I didn't say much about him in my analysis earlier. I think he will too. I think he looked healthy, man. And as I mentioned, it wasn't because he was unhealthy that they lost that game. I think he's gonna be looking real good tonight. I think you are spot on there, sir. Ah, uh, there you go. NH or NBA hardwood that does it there and uh make sure not only you stay tuned to maybe some SK uh S game same game parlays uh and uh anything else we might put out uh we might also have a little Colts daily draw making an appearance here today not too sure it's been a while since I brought one back hasn't been a bunch of favorable pitching matchups but we'll see I'm really waiting for those Yurfi markets to open up here in illinois uh those are honestly my favorite sometimes these daily and i play the daily draws because the nerfy is just too doggone risky and i and i if you're getting almost identical odds on the draw or a little bit better why not hammer that in so you can take out the guesswork of if they actually do score or not so we'll see it might have a daily draw coming your way today but i'm really 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 fingers crossed and i can't wait for uh those markets for the year fee to open up uh probably have a prop of the day there partner Probably haven't uh, didn't see anything that slapped me in the face when I was doing my analysis right. this morning. Didn't have one yesterday, but I I think I'll have one today. All right, we will uh, be sure to stay on the lookout for that on the social media, and then outside of that, nothing else crazy. Gave you some TTL updates here at the start of the rants and reactions. Uh, anybody who got anything they want to say didn't appear to be. They just wanted to hear some hot takes today. So hey, appreciate you guys stopping by and listening to the nonsense that we had to talk about today outside of that partner anything burning on the brain melting on the heart festering on the soul that you have been dying to get out to the kind folks that joined us on episode 76 of the ttl pod on this beautiful july 8th 2021 this thursday of bets i'm gonna use this as my past day for the day for the week 
for the week. Oh yeah, sorry for the week. Okay, get uh get on with it. We've been uh, talking for a little bit here. Okay. And, uh, quite honestly, I just don't have anything. Well, hey, <laughs> more than fine with that as your sidebar anything. today. So we can keep this thing moving right along. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. Today's ransom reactions. Nothing outstanding from Mr. Mags today yeah. on his sidebar. But that leaves one thing here left to do, ladies and gentlemen, and you know what that is. It's time for my Motivation Minutes. Now, uh, a super quick and short one here today. Much okay. like uh, Mags in and out, I'm going to be in and out with my Motivation Minutes as well. A um, little bit of a backstory behind it, so maybe not as in and out as you're expecting, but <laughs> told you at the top, wanted to give my um, monthly quote to you guys. I have a monthly quote that I find and I write it at the top. I have a dry erase board calendar um, that I have. And honestly, if you don't have one of those things, man, like this, this is a shameless plug who I don't even know who the heck I, I got. I got it off of Amazon. But if you don't have one of those things, I suggest you invest. It is so nice to have a dry erase board calendar, not just one of the old paper ones or just trying to track things on your phone. It's so nice to have that. But either way, that all being said, that has nothing to do uh, with that. What The reason why I say my dry erase board calendar is at the top, there's a blank spot. And every month when I erase the calendar and start a new month, I write a new quote for that month and I have it there at the top. I wanted to share that quote with you guys here today and kind of give you where my thoughts are for this month, where my energy is this month, what I'm bringing to the table this month, and kind of let you guys go down a, a few rabbit holes on your own and maybe give you some inspiration to kind of hang on to that quote and say, you know what, I'm going to do what Colt's doing this month. Absolutely. So for my monthly quote, today's motivation minutes, listen on up, here it comes. Don't watch the clock. Do what it does. Keep going. One more time. Don't watch the clock. Do what it does. Keep going. There's no stop this month. There's no quit. There's no, ah, why does this got to happen to me? There's no questioning why you're in a situation. There's no stopping the grind there's no stopping the process this month it is full steam ahead we're not sitting around watching the clock waiting for something to come our way we're keeping going we ain't stopping we're moving and grooving not a whole lot else to uh, build upon that ladies and gentlemen i just wanted to give you that let you know where my energy is at this month i hope that energy can shed off onto you and you know where i'm at and you can utilize that quote to help you keep going this month. So one final time for my Motivation Minutes today and my monthly quote of this month. Don't watch the clock. Do what it does. Keep going. Keep moving. That does it for my Motivation Minutes of the day. I really like that, man. I've never heard that quote before. There you go, my friend. I, I, I dig deep on those monthly quotes. I don't like to have surface ones. You can just hit the uh, quote type, of the type day dump it in yeah. and a little image and you pick the <laughs> yeah. third one on right. Google. I, right, like, right, right. I like to get pretty deep on some of those. So there you go. Don't watch the clock. Do what it does. Keep going. Keep moving. Keep grinding. Keep flowing. Now is your time. Now is our time, partner. Mm -hmm. That's a promise to you and promise to all of you guys. I'm going to keep going, and we're going to keep doing the damn thing. Yeah. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. 
my motivation minutes for the day. Told you it was going to be short and sweet, and it is. I'm going to let you guys spin on that one all by yourself and uh, hope you write it down. Hey, maybe a little suggestion. Write it down, fold it up, stick it in your pocket. Come back to it whenever you need it. Uh, get you a little extra motivation, get you going through this month. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Outside of that, partner, as I was laying those downs, anything additional came to your mind to add to that? Any outstanding news that we need to uh, drop right fast before we send these kind folks back about their Thursdays? I think we're all set to rock. All right. Well, that does it for episode number 76 on this beautiful July 8th, 2021. One more time. Make sure you guys know so you don't have to check your calendars. As always... Thank you so much for stopping by, hammering in some bets with the TTL crew today, getting all of our best bets and special play, hearing our analysis, listening to our hot takes, all your consistent support, your subscriptions, your following, everything in between. Please, as a reminder, if you could be so kind, hit that like button. We love that action. Hey, if you don't like it, hit the down button too either. Either way, hit a doggone button. Leave us a comment. Let us know what you think. What what part of the show did you like? What would you like to see? What would what do you think or what do you think some direction that uh, the TTL crew might be going? Maybe put some of your guesses out there. Whatever you want, just drop a comment below. We don't care. We want to connect with you. Outside of that, nothing else really on the docket. Let's wrap this doggone show up. So ladies and gentlemen, degenerates, gamblers, far and wide. From myself and Mags, we hope you have a spectacular rest of your Thursday unless you have other plans. Let's cash some tickets. <laughs>